Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, November 19, 2021. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else but stick around. You might learn something new. What's up? It's been two weeks. I can't believe it's been two weeks. I thought I recorded last week, but I didn't. I'm so sorry. All my promises of recording consistently were all a lie. But anyway, hi guys. How you doing? Okay, why didn't you record, JC, huh? Why? To all the, you know, the 50 of you who listen to this podcast, I bet you're so curious. Huh? You want to be offended? You want to be offended? I'll tell you what's offensive. No. Um, <laughs> I, uh, man, I, I told you, if you listen to Halala Show, you already know what happened. Last, uh, last, last week, was it? I, I turned in my letter of resignation for work. So if you don't listen to Halala Show, surprise! I, um, I am retiring from the life of being a radio DJ. And I think that took a really big emotional toll toll on me, kinda. Uh, maybe that's why I didn't feel like recording. It, it wasn't that I was well. Okay, I am sad. I'm very very sad that I'm I'm uh, resigning. But at the same time, it was something that had to be done. I already talked most about it on Halal Show. I will dedicate a whole episode probably, or maybe I'll do it on Halal because there's more people who listen. Because I really do want to shout out the station for everything that they've done and given to me. But yeah, so the last two weeks I've kind of been reflecting. My last day, by the way, is December one. Mark it down, right? Right, Wednesday. I think if it this if the schedule persists, this current schedule, I'll be on from eight p.m. to ten p.m. So only two hours, but it'll be uh filled with me talking about myself. So if you want to listen, December one will be my last day. I'll probably go on Facebook Live. I haven't done that in a long time. I haven't gone on Facebook Live on. Uh, rx's facebook for years now probably but i'll go back to my roots you guys know that i started out doing that when i first uh did the morning after 2 a.m to 6 a.m that was my thing i would i would always go on live we had a we had our little group called the insomniacs and it was consistent huh like and then I, i i transferred over to instagram live for a little bit as well but yeah that was such a i remember that that was such a crazy uh revelation to me when I, because when I first started the graveyard shift, two a.m. to six a.m., I was like, "Who listens to radio?" Two a.m. to six a.m., and of course, this was pre-pandemic, right? So, I was I was genuinely surprised how active people were at that time. Uh, and it turns out most people are either abroad or call center workers um, who use radio as a means of keeping them awake and entertained. And yeah, every night I would go on live. You know, I, I, I mean, there were hundreds of, literally hundreds of people that would watch, um, and then there are certain few that would you know stick around every day, and that was really nice. So I, I'm sure they're gonna, you know, I'll, I'll address them again, the insomniacs again. The closer I get to my last day, I just want to share that story. I don't know if anyone here listens is an insomniac, but 
you know, you remember the good old days, right? <laughs> um, what else? I mean, this whole before I talk about you know what I watched and what I've been doing uh, outside of you know outside of work, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I need to update you guys on that's really important. Uh, not really. I mean, the last week I talked about it also on Halada Show. I, I did interview Bea Alonso. I can't say the brand yet, but man, what a what an experience. Okay, my pants didn't fit me. I don't know if I shared that on THHS, but my pants were like so. I spent the whole morning like standing up because I didn't want to sit down. You know when you sit down and your pants are too tight and you feel you ever see those you know those comedic moments in movies where the button just pops out and hits somebody in the face and you know, knocks over a glass or something. That's how I felt wearing those pants so i didn't sit down at all so my legs were so tired the whole day the only time i did sit was for the interview it was a sit down interview kind of like uh oprah right i like to think of myself as the oprah of <laughs> of online hostings now um so i was on a seat she was on a seat uh socially distanced really just really genuinely i have to reiterate genuinely nice interaction and very kind and I'd like to think it was genuine. She is a fantastic actress, so she could have just been acting the part. Who knows? But for me, I felt it. You know, so fantastic acting or fantastic genuine genuinity, or is that a word? Whatever it may be, I, I really enjoyed the experience, and it's something that I will forever remember. It's one of the, it is for me probably the top, or at least top, you know, few interview interactions i've ever had with a celebrity the one the one of my favorites of course is the stranger things ones because stranger things bro i mean that's crazy everyone watches that show i mean as much as bay alonzo is loved across the philippines and by filipinos i i venture to say more people know who the guy from stranger Things. I, you might not know his name but you probably more people probably have, are familiar with him um but yeah bay alonzo was, was great okay i talked last week about or not sorry I talked 2 weeks ago on my last episode about more consistent content and I fi- I figured like I'm always on Reddit so uh there's a subreddit that I I I have on my I'm subscribed to it but I don't really follow it that often but then I read a really interesting article and I was like whoa I didn't know that and remember, this podcast is about learning something new right yeah I said you might learn something new and the subreddit is called today I learned and I figured this is a great resource for content for the podcast so now at least now I think I have I will have stuff to talk about more often and I'll, a clearer path of uh, discussion and thought process. So I don't just because I go into this winging it, right? I don't have any really notes per se. I, the only notes I have are stuff that I've watched because I always forget what I watched and what I've talked about. So let me start with that. Then we'll go into Reddit. Maybe should I start with crypto? Real quick, I, I'm doing crypto stuff. So crypto crash, like there's a crypto market crash right now. It's attributed to like some, something happening in China and just like other people selling off, blah, blah, blah. It's crazy, man. It is a, it is a wild ride. Let me tell you that. Do I want off? Not yet, but it is. If you are, um, you know, and I never thought I would be this way because I used to be nickel and dime, right? I, I used to count every single peso and I used to, and, you know, my but I mean, not that I don't budget or anything, right? But if I saw that I, in a single day, was down, like, let's say, for example, today, I'm down like 35,000 pesos from my whole portfolio. 
I would be like, holy shit, get me off. Call an ambulance. Call an ambulance. Right? That that would be me. But I've seen how much the incredible potential of growth is in crypto because I was up, you know, a good amount uh, two weeks ago. Maybe times blood, whatever, I, you know, more than what I've I'm lost now. So if I took profits then, then you know it'd be all good. But now I'm down, so it's just a crazy ride, crazy crazy ride. Uh, but uh, I am uh, somehow, I think it's the degenerate side of me that is finally coming out. The because I, I I had a degenerate side of money when I first started earning money when I was maybe fifteen or sixteen, where I didn't really care about you know like it was I was living that. Yeah, we're gonna die anyway, right? Might as well buy what I want. Savings? What are those? I, I've talked about how I've gone into overdraft before, where you you pay with your card, that's not the decline because you don't have enough funds. So I, I I used to be that person, and then I you know I I realize I can't be that person. I gotta be financially smart and whatever. I feel like crypto brings out that side in me because the potential is so big. But in this case, I am. Not spending on, you know, shoes and whatnot, but I'm spending on potential, which for me, I think is okay. It's like a better degenerative uh, trait. <laughs> so there's that. I, I'm looking into something called Wonderland Time. It could be a rug pull scam. I don't give a fuck. I put in a little bit money because it seems too good to be true. And probably it is, but whatever, man. Whatever. Uh, I'm doing something called Wonderland Time. I'm staking one. The AP, let me just tell you the APY, like the annual interest, whatever. Broadfits, you're, you're, you probably are gonna, like, you know, you're gonna say, like, that's not possible, right? Or you're gonna be like, yeah, that's probably a scam. But I was looking up on, cause I did my research, right? D-Y-O-R, do your own research, right? As the term goes. And I was looking at their, you know, YouTube content creators who are, who I've, you know, I've looked at videos from them for other projects, other altcoins, Axie Infinity, and they seem to be, you know, they, I don't think they're shilling it. Like they're not paid to shill this. And even if they are, it's, they're able, you can, you can actually do it. Like I, I've tried it already. Um, but it's called Wonderland Time and the APY as it stands right now is 89,000%. What the fuck? In a bank, let me just tell you, in a bank, what's the APY in a bank? Like one percent, two, ten maybe if, if you're if you have like a high interest, thing. it's just it's it's too crazy. But I see all these videos and and people and and like you know just looking online and Reddit. I've checked all you know you know I I never bought into the Squid Game token, which uh, which people you might have heard about the Squid Game token. After the hype of Squid Game, someone made a Squid Game token and then stole everybody's money. This one I see such great rave reviews from across all aspects of the internet youtube videos reddit comments etc etc and of course you can't really you know those you know you don't know how reputable those are but the youtube content creators that i watch the okay right so i don't know just i, I figured i'd give it a shot i put in not that much right not anything that you're not willing to lose right as they say so that's my update in crypto just so you know Axie, i'm still doing that um is that why you're quitting, JC? And it might be a question that you have. Um, I mean, I, I'd like to say that the financial, uh, potential of growth was a catalyst, maybe, in a sense. Because I, I told you there's something called, I, I, I love the concept of, uh, fuck you money, right? Where if you feel like you don't want to do something anymore, if you feel like you, you need to do something else, uh, but you ha- you're, let's say you're relegated to, 
for example, a job uh, and you have to, you know, spend time there instead of doing, you know, something else that you could be, you know, you want to pursue. If you have the financial means to do so, then you can say uh, F you. I'm not saying F you to my job, obviously. But what I mean to say is it, it it's given me a little bit of like, you know, risk. It's given, it, I guess it increases your risk tolerance, having money, having more money, or at least having other sources of income where you don't really need another source of income. So if there's a source of income that you don't necessarily need anymore to stay afloat, and if you don't, if you feel like it's not the best path anymore, then you don't have to do it anymore. So in a way, crypto, I think, has given me that kind of bubble, but I don't consider crypto as a, as a monthly income per se. Because it's so volatile, as I mentioned, I really think it just, I see the potential for growth and I'm, I'm, and as they say, I keep saying as they say, but it's called, it's, it's called being bullish, right? I'm very optimistic about the future of it. So if one of my, you know, because I, I have my money spread ac- across some people and some people don't like that. You know, some people say, you know, you should only really focus on one or two projects because that really will make life changing growth but the degenerate in me is not that gener- degenerative okay i am not that uh confident in myself and in my technical analysis and in my you know that i'll bank on one or two projects to to put all my money in there to see the most amount of growth i i i, I still kind of have that risk to, my risk tolerance isn't that high where i put it into one or two things so you know spread your eggs into many baskets yeah so that's what i'm doing uh, but I, I do have, and I, I talked about it before in several episodes that I, I have been getting consistent work outside of the radio station. So I have a, a consistent VO gig now with TFC. I've gotten some hosting inquiries. I already have some inquiries booked for next year, which should, you know, it, it, even with those, uh, inquiries or bookings next year should be enough to carry me through for at least most of the year, if ever. And uh, and of course I have savings, right? I wouldn't leave if I had no savings. That's crazy. That's craziness. I I think the rule is if you you should have if you if you lose your job unexpectedly, you should have what ten. They say like eight weeks, right, or ten weeks or something like three months, twelve weeks. I like like ten months or a year. So do I have enough? If I you know if I were to work my salary for a year, do I have that in the bank? Yeah, I do. Right, uh, probably more so. So at least I'm a little bit more. Co- I'm confident in my ability. If things go to shit, that I can go find another job in a year. Within a year, that's worst case scenario. I don't want to do that. Um, what are your plans for the future, JC? Full time content creation, baby. After I take a long ass break and just veg out and play Call of Duty for a while, because most of my content plans involve, um, you know, going around the world. But I do plan on going all around the Philippines. I don't think I've said that into like on record yet. So this is the first time, maybe. Did I say it on Halala? I forgot. But let me just share with you guys, because you guys listen to me every week for the 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 loyal listeners who listen every week. So you know, I plan to really have a YouTube channel, and maybe I have to I have to branch out on TikTok. Like, there's no choice. I have to do that to grow my to grow myself. Um, but I want to explore the Philippines, north to south. That was my plan when I first came out here. I just didn't have the money or the means, but now I do, and I sort of have a platform um, to kind of share my experiences. But if no one watches, if no one listens, it, I don't care. 
because I'm doing it for me. And and that's what I really think is the, the, the difference of it all. Because before I used to see content creation as, a, and it is still a means of making money. That's fantastic. And I, I plan for it to be. But that was all that I saw it as before, in a, in a way. I wasn't passionate about, and, and I think I've, I've kind of shared my thoughts on this before. I remember my Instagram kind of being soulless before because it was, I just posted what I thought people would want to see or hear or read. But now my future plans involve really just what I want to do. And I do want to make it nice. You know, I want to, I want to make a nice Instagram feed again, maybe some consistency. But I'm going to just create videos where I travel to the Philippines and, and explore every part of it and eat their good food from all around the, the country and, and visit the landmarks that I see on TV. And it's going to be fucking fantastic. Yun lang, COVID makes it. I mean, I could do it now, but it, it's different being out in the world free, right? So it might be another maybe, you know, year until I've, that's full. In fact, I, I'm sure I'm going to have to start with during the covid time but that's just my future plans and i hope you support me and i'll still do this podcast i'll have more stuff to talk about right uh, by that point and i'll tell you about all the stuff that i went to and all the places i read to recommend etc so yeah that's the that's the kind of the two to three year foreseeable future plan for me and that's what i plan to do and hosting will will still be i think my biggest form of income i'd like to say the podcast sometimes makes me money Crypto makes me, well, I told you, I don't count crypto. I count crypto as an investment rather than an income. Um, but yeah, so voiceover, that's how I'm going to sustain myself, right? So it really does help whenever you listen to this podcast. Because I don't think this podcast is ever going to grow super, super huge yet. Halo uh, Halo is, is still the main keepsake. So if you support me, it would be great if you listen to Halo Halo because that's how we, that's how we're monetizing, at least for now. But when I do create these, you know, YouTube channels for full-time content creation, I really hope that you support me. Uh, so thank you in advance. Let's move on to stuff that I watch, okay? Uh, I, I watched what I would deem the best Dwayne Johnson or The Rock, if you're a fan of wrestling, he's known as The Rock. The best rock movie of, of all of his movies. It's called The Rundown. I watched it when I was in, because it came, it came out in 2003, right? So I watched it when I was in high school or middle school or whatever. That movie is so, so good. It is his best movie, hands down. Now, he has, you know, for, he was really good in Fast Five. Right? That's probably his most successful movie, maybe box office-wise. And it was entertaining, but uh, it was really good. Uh, the rundown, the action is is great. The chemistry between between him and Stifler, uh, see Sean William Scott. If you ever watch American Pie, play Stifler was was really good. Uh, it's just a fun movie. It it it, it kind of is like I never played Uncharted, the PS4 game, but it reminds me of if P if if Uncharted was a video uh, was a movie. I know they they have one with Tom Holland right coming out, but that's what it that's what it feels like. It's just an overall good movie. And the, there's a great buildup to him, like, because he doesn't use guns, right, in the movie. And there's a buildup of him. Will he use a gun at the end? Obviously, you'll figure out that he does, right? But it's, 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 it's funny. The action, I think, is, is great. There's great fight scenes overall, multiple great fight scenes in the movie. 
It's called The Rundown. The story is he's a bounty hunter and he has to go to somewhere, I think, in like uh, South America. I, I forgot where it was. South America, I think. And he has to retrieve the son of his boss for some money. Uh, that's just a very basic plot. And it's a basic movie, but it's just such an overall good time. And I would highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. It's not on Netflix, I think, unfortunately. So I had the special agent on it. But good movie. The Rundown. Highly recommended. Okay? Okay? Um, What else did I watch? I've been caught up now with... No, no, not caught up. I, I've been re-watching... No, 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 no. Not re-watching. I am watching again the show Curb Your Enthusiasm, but I'm catching up. So... I, I used to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think I stopped at season six. So I picked up at season seven. So I finished, I just finished season seven. Such a funny show. Like, I really love that show. It's not for everyone. I, I could understand why it's not maybe, actually, I don't think it's very relatable to Filipinos. I, I, I not that, you know, not that I'm saying that Pinoys don't have a sense of humor or whatever, but the, the, the humor is very American and I grew up in America. So I think I kind of get it more. But yeah, you let me know. Maybe you get it. It's just it's 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 a it's a different kind of humor. It's hard to explain. It's not like sitcom humor, even though it is it is a sitcom. It's it's like improv humor, but it involves Larry Davis. So if you, I never watched Seinfeld really, but he's the creator of Seinfeld. He's the star of the show. He plays a caricature version of himself. Curb Your Enthusiasm is uh, really really entertaining, right? It's a really entertaining show for me. So give it a shot. Uh, it might it it did not age well in terms of visual uh, appeal. It's an HBO show, but if you watch season one, it does look a little bit dated. Mm, but the humor is still there for me. Yeah. I think I talked on Halal that I also finally caught up on. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I finished the latest season. Still good. Still going strong. Huh? Season fourteen or something like thirteen or fourteen. Wow, that show's been going on for so long. Why? Like, damn, damn. Uh, that's what I watched. Um, I did some more videos this week. Is there anything else that I watched that I want to share with you guys? Mm, let me just check my computer real quick. I know I watched something on Netflix, but it wasn't good enough for me to talk. Oh yeah, Red Notice. I don't. I, I do. I keep falling asleep watching that movie. It's good. In the sense that it's entertaining, like it's, you know, it's just, you know, good humor. Speaking of The Rock, right? Um, yeah, I mean, this typical Rock Ryan Reynolds. So The Rock is the big, tough guy, whatever. And Ryan Reynolds is the sarcastic, handsome guy. Gal Gadot is in there. She's the sexy, suave, whatever lady. Uh, I never, I didn't finish it. So I assume they all work together in the end. I don't know. But it was, it's entertaining. I just keep falling asleep because I watch it so late at night. And I'm not particularly interested in it either. So it's not boring, but it's also not... It didn't hold my attention very well either. Yeah, it made me stay awake. So yeah, that's that. Oh, the Spider-Man. Let's talk about the Spider-Man trailer real quick. Real quick, okay? Because it's all the hype right now. Spider-Man trailer. The new one. So people are like... People are waiting for... I've shared my thoughts on this too. Like I said, please don't show Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire... 
like at all like in the trail do not show them because it will just it, it's like putting your dick on ice right you're so you got a hard on for this you see it yeah you'll blow your load but then you're like oh when the movie comes you're already waiting for it no they, it's best that they don't show andrew garfield or toby Maguire. but there is speculation that they're gonna be in because they're showing some scenes where like how did you know lizard get punched in the face by an invisible person they must have edited out the other spider-man but that trailer is fucking hype Dude, it's hype. Dude, I want to watch that movie so bad. It's not coming out here till January, so I know we're going to get spoiled, right? It's inevitable. Like Thanos, it's inevitable we're going to get spoiled about the other Spider-Man. But what can what can we what can we do about it, right? I there's no thing there's no way we can watch it. Like the only version that will be up online is a probably a cam version. I don't want to watch a cam version. I don't want to do a disservice to myself. Like I held out for Shang-Chi until it actually came out on Disney Plus. Because I didn't want to watch the shitty cam versions floating around online. Shang-Chi uh, was good, by the way. Uh, I, I, I think it's... I mean, I, I want to see his interaction with the other Avengers. We see... Uh, I don't want to... I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. Shang-Chi, good movie. Entertaining. Aquafina was... I have a Aquafina movie list that where... There's movies where I like Aquafina. There's movies where I dislike Aquafina. This is a movie where I actually like Aquafina. Right, so what's on that list, JC? Um, let's see. Aquafina is great in Crazy Rich Asians. She's great. You know, I watched The Farewell. She was good in The Farewell, but that movie's boring as fuck. But I would put her as, you know, that's a good Aquafina movie. She was great in Raya and The Last Dragon as the voice of uh, The Last Dragon. I forgot her name. The Last Dragon. What are the movies that you don't like with Aquafina? I hate her in Ocean's 8. I find her unbearable in Ocean's 8. Unbearable in Ocean's 8. She's so annoying in Ocean. I don't know why. What are the other? I don't think I, I haven't seen that many Aquafina movies. I, I forgot, by the way, that she was in Neighbors too, because I recently rewatched Neighbors one and two with Seth Rogen and Zac Efron, and I, I didn't realize that she was in Neighbors too. She's one of the sorority girls, so I guess you can count that. But she wasn't a big uh, role in that. Let's see. Oh, Jumanji: The Next Level. Okay, fine. She was good in that. Was she? Was she even like a big role in that? I completely forgot. But she didn't. It's basically if Aquafina didn't annoy me, then I think it's an okay movie, an okay Aquafina movie. So Raya, so Raya, her name was Sisu the Dragon. Um. Oh, she hasn't been in that many movies. Wow, why is she so famous? I mean, she's great. I mean, good, good for her, right? Even though some people want to cancel her for her black scent, blah blah blah. But <laughs> good for her for being so successful. But I'm surprised she's such a huge name. For having such a short track record in movies. Her first movie was 2016. That was The Neighbors 2. Where she was the sorority. Then Ocean's 8 came two years later. And maybe her stand-up made her popular. I don't really know. Her TV shows. Maybe her TV shows. I never watched her TV stuff. So maybe that's where she kind of got big. Okay. Well, there we go. Oh, yeah. She has Yellow Ranger. Like the album. Her comedy. Is it a comedy album? Or she's a rapper. She's a rapper, right? That's right. I forgot she's a rapper. Okay. Um... So yeah, and and you know people are trying to cancel her for black scent, but it's kind of like Eminem, right? Eminem talks with a what I guess you could call a black scent. No one cancels him for that. I mean, he gets canceled for other stuff, right? Like wanting to kill his mother's, his daughter's, his daughter's mother or whatever in his songs. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see the big deal. I'm not, I, I'm not black though, so I can't really because the ones that are offended are usually black people. So I don't know, right? I can't speak on behalf of them. But for me, I don't see it as something that's really offensive about it. I mean, she keeps getting work, but, uh, you know, 
that that's that's not really saying much because people who have been canceled before are still getting work. <laughs> All right, um, bum, 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 bum. I was gonna say what pow like it was highlight of the show. Let's talk about today. I learned. Today I learned. So I'm going on the uh, reddit.com slash r slash today I learned and I am looking. There is one that I saw. Let me, let me find that, um, airplane. I know it's kind of bleak, right? Airplane crash, sun cockpit. I saw on today I learned. Here we go. So there is a Aeroflot flight 593, 1994. Uh, it, it crashed. And everyone on it died. But the reason why it crashed was crazy. Because the, the pilot left his son, his tw- wait, his 16-year-old son in the flight deck. And he somehow, the son somehow, disengaged the autopilot. And it caused the plane to do like a, a roll. And even though they were able to, you know, uh, come back to the cockpit... They, the the force or whatever of the plane, he couldn't get the pilot couldn't get back in the seat. So they were trying to direct the kid how to how to fly the plane. You know, can you imagine how scary that must have been? Hey, I don't know why the pilot left the guy, the left the kid in the cockpit. B, what the, the hell was that kid thinking? Well, he's sixteen years old, man. He's curious, probably probably touching buttons and shit. But it's so unfortunate. I just find it such like such a tragedy, man. So they manage here. So despite managing to level the aircraft, uh, the pilots managed to level the aircraft, but the plane had descended beyond a safe altitude to initiate a recovery and crashed into a mountain range. All 75 occupants died on impact. I just find it so crazy that that shit actually happened, right? Damn. You know, that that's so... And the daughter was there too, a 12-year-old daughter. So I was looking it up. The the wife, right? The wife of the is the only survivor. She wasn't on the plane. So the pilot died, the twelve year old daughter died, and the sixteen year old died who was in the six year old son who was in the flight deck died too. Unfortunate, man. That's bananas. I've never heard of Aeroflot. What is Aeroflot? Uh Aeroflot. Is that still an active Aeroflot is a Russian air fleet. The airline was founded. Is it still active? I've never heard of this airline. So maybe they're still active. So yeah, there's that. Oh, speaking of movies, I forgot. I watched United um, United 93. I had to Google it because I forgot the number. But United 93, it's based off of a, based off of the events of 9-11 uh, and the flight of United 93, which if you didn't know, so there are planes, right? The, the I think four planes were hijacked. Two crashed into the World Trade Center. A lot of people forget that a plane crashed into the Pentagon. Uh, so there was a fourth plane called, uh, it was United 93 that was hijacked. And the speculation was that it was meant to crash either into the White House or into the, the, the Capitol building or whatever in Washington. So it shows the events based, you know, it, it's recreation or at least it's, it's, uh, because no one, you know, everyone on the plane died. Spoiler, right? You already know this. But the events were kind of cre- the 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 events portrayed in the movie were from kind of call logs and hearing the black box and whatever, and the and the events that occurred in between. Uh, so it just shows how the passengers fought back against their armed captors, 
and then they tried to retake the plane. It was too late at the end. They, they crashed, but they crashed into a field, so it didn't kill other people, I think. I, I'm not sure if there's anyone in the field. Maybe killed some sheep or something. Uh, I don't know. Not, you know, not to be facetious or something, but they saved lives in a way. They, they took, they, they, they sacrificed their own lives to save other lives in a way. Uh, but yeah, a good movie, United 93. I, I, I think I watched it before. I just haven't watched it in a while, so I kind of forgot how it went. It, it was, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Good. It's, so it's easy to watch. A good, good movie. Good movie. Yeah. I liked it. I like, I didn't know it was nominated for awards, but I, I remember I thought it would, didn't get great reviews. I don't know why that was in my head, but upon looking up, upon more information online, cause you know what I do, right? After every movie, I look up more shit about the movie. In 1993, there's no big names in that, in that, like, I cannot name you a single actor in the movie. I think that was done on purpose so that it didn't take away from, you know, like, there was no star of the movie per se. But yeah, that was, that was what I, I, I forgot to mention that I watched that. Okay. Uh, let's go see. Let's see. Today I learn. Uh, see, there, I should have saved some. I should have looked through this. Oh, to, oh today I learned Keenan Thompson is the longest tenured Saturday Night Live member ever. I actually knew that already, but I just want to share it that I love Keenan Thompson. But he has been on the show for more than 19 seasons. He's been doing it for 19 plus years. And before that, he was doing sketch comedy, right? On All Out, Keenan and Kel. Uh, what else was he in? Not All Out, All That, uh, Keenan and Kel. I love Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson. I've been a fan of Keenan since Keenan and Kel. That was the, I, I, I have, I, I'd like to say that Keenan and Kel shaped my humor all throughout my, you know, like 10 years old to like 30, no, maybe like nine years old to like 30. I don't know how old I was when I first started watching it, but like preteen to maybe early teen years, Keenan and Kel was my shit. Like that really made me who I am in terms of my humor. I think I, I like to think I was a big fan of Kel's, you know, who loves orange, but, but upon looking up back on it, I was more like a Keenan, but I loved Kel more because he was more out, you know, he was more wacky and he loves orange. Who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. Yeah. So Keenan Thompson, and then he did, I, I liked all that, but I was re- just really a big fan of Keenan and Kel. And he's the longest tenured SNL member ever, which I think is, is, yeah, you might not know that, but good on him. He makes, apparently he makes like $25,000 an episode now, which is, oh man, how many episodes has he done? He started now, I, I googled it, he started at $7,000 an episode, which is not bad either. But $25,000 an episode. So he, Saturday Night Live every week, right? So every month he makes 100000 So in a year he makes like a million plus, plus his, he has his own TV show and other, other, other stuff as well. So good on him. Kenan Thompson. Uh, I am a big fan also of Good Burger. If you've ever seen the movie Good Burger, welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Ah, good stuff. Congratulations to Keenan Thompson. Okay, is there anything else? The top number one on Today I Learned is, Today I Learned Dr. Charles R. Drew, an African-American developed improved techniques for blood storage, which saved thousands of allied for, uh, you know, you know, it's interesting, but it's not for me. It's boring. <laughs> I'm trying to find like some crazy shit like the airplane one. Um let's see. Today I learn solitary bees are no. Why do I care about bees? 
Oh, here we go. Today I learned avocado hand is a recognized medical term for a stabbing injury to the non-dominant hand as the knife slips past the stone through the soft avocado fruit. Oh, cool. That's interesting. That's a cool term to know. So now you know. So if you get stabbed in your non-dominant hand, it's called avocado hand because it's like you're chopping an avocado and you you miss or something and it hits your other hand because you when you chop, you chop with your dominant hand. Ah, well, there we go. Today I learned, right? So if, if you go to a hospital and they say, what's your injury? I got avocado hand, doc. Then they already know it's your non-dominant hand. Today I learned Peter Gabriel's first albums were all titled Peter Gabriel. <laughs> Peter Gabriel, like Baby I Love Your Way, Peter Gabriel. Okay, okay. So his first four albums were called Peter Gabriel, but there was a subtitle. Okay, fuck you, Reddit, you clickbait. So the first Peter Gabriel album album is called Peter Gabriel One Car. Next one is Two Scratch. Three is Melt. Four Security. So Car, Scratch, Melt, and Security. But they were all called. Peter, <laughs> Peter Gabriel. <laughs> What's the best Peter Gabriel song? I only know a few, but Baby, I Love Your Way, right? It's got to be up there. Where is that? What year did it come out? Baby, I Love Your Way. Wait, that's Peter Gabriel, right? Am I tripping? It's not showing up when I do Control F. Huh? Wait, am I? Baby, I Love Your Way. Who sings Baby, I Love Your Way? Is it not Peter Gabriel? Am I tripping? Oh, that's Peter Frampton, bro. That's right. Wait, what's the song that I know from Peter Gabriel? I don't... I know, I know there's one song, right? All I want... No, no. Is that... No, that's... 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 Toad in the... Todd... Toad in the wet sprocket. Uh... What is a Peter in your eyes? I get so lost sometimes. That's the one I was thinking of. In your eyes. Probably that's his best song. <laughs> okay, what else? What else did we learn? So today you learned Peter Gabriel's four albums were all titled Peter Gabriel. You also know about Avocado Hand. Uh, I promise I'll save these in the future. Like I'm going to check it before I do the podcast and save it so that we can talk about that. Mm. But yeah, moving forward. That's what I'm going to be talking about on, on Reddit. Like that, I think that, cause I said last, last week that I would do more Reddit content. And I think this is the perfect fit because there's really stuff that I didn't know. And, and it's, it's really entertaining. And we can learn more about it together. Uh, but that's it. That's it. That's it. That, 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 that's it. That's it. That's it. Let's end the podcast. Thank you to everyone who supports the podcast. Um, I'll update you guys more. Remember December one, my last date on radio. So if you want to tune in, I would really appreciate it. Uh, you can just watch the Facebook live if ever. And. Enjoy your weekend, take care of yourselves, and I'll catch you all, say it with me, later! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag, say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.